Hey, guess what? It's happened to your career. Episode number 33. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> what? Huh? What? 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 Hey, I yeah. figured out a new way to escalate your career. Oh, do tell. That's why we're here. Mm. It's win the lottery. But question. Huh? I'm raising my hand. Question. Uh, you oh. in the back row. <laughs> You, the shortish fellow. <laughs> <laughs> don't most of those guys end up broke? And gals, don't. I don't want to be sexist here. Don't mm. don't most of them end up broke? Hmm. Bankrupt, destitute, back where they started. Mark, this is disappointing. We got to revamp the entire thing now. We we do. I I'm gonna have to reevaluate my career plan. Yeah. Hmm. This has happened to your career, the show that is all about helping you move to work you love. We want you to do work that fits your unique and signature strengths. We will bring you inspiration, tools, and roadmaps to help you in your journey. I'm Scott Anthony Barlow with Mark Sievercroft. I am here with Deacon Hayes of Well-Kept Wallet, and we get to talk a little bit about finances and the impact on your career. So that's that's going to be you know, the, the underlying pretext of this conversation, but also at the same time, you get to know Deacon a little bit and his story, because you've, you've got a really great story, in my opinion. You have you know, not only paid off $52,000 worth of debt in a really short period of time, really, really short period of time, 18 months. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. But at the same time, you've got uh, you've got a number of different things going. You've got uh, SEO company, uh, you know, for yourself, and then you've also got uh, Well Kept Wallet, a podcast of the same name that focuses both on finances and careers. And uh, yeah, so you know, appreciate you here being here doing this, Deacon. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Scott. I'm excited to uh, to be here. Well, hey, I you know, just off the get go. If you could share just a little bit more with that for our audience, tell them a little bit more about you, you know, both personally and professionally. Sure. So, you know, when my wife and I got married is when we realized that, um, you know, we had this financial uh, just mountain of debt, uh, $52,000. And so we, we knew that we needed to do something about it. And at the time, I sold wood flooring. Um, so, you know, there might be some people watching or listening to this and thinking like, you know, wood flooring sales doesn't sound so glamorous and, uh, it wasn't, but, uh, you know, it was luxury wood flooring for multimillion dollar homes, but this was back in, you know, the recession. So this was 2008, 2009. So not a lot of, not a lot of people putting in wood floors. Um, so, you know, not to get too much details, but, you know, we, uh, we decided to tackle our debt, paid it off in 18 months. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I could do this for a living, if I could help people do what we just did, that would be awesome because experience the freedom of, of not having that debt. And I know that you can relate to that too, um, was just huge for us. So created wellkeptwallet.com, learned how to, you know, make money from uh, a website, uh, started doing one-on-one financial coaching, and, uh, you know, that just kind of morphed into different things uh, as the years went on. And um, so, you know, I, I spend my time between the SEO company and, and doing financial coaching and helping people, um, you know, on a daily basis with their money. So obviously, you know, what you do is directly related to you know, what uh, what people do with their finances. But I'm really curious for you, 
you know, how, how is getting rid of that debt? You know, first of all, why, why do you consider that so important? And second of all, you know, how has that helped you in your career and what you've you know gone on to pursue here? You know, aside from, uh, from selling wood floors. Yeah. So, you know, having the debt, I mean, every, every debt had a cash flow, you know, a payment attached to it. Right. So, yeah. you know, I had a, I had a car and a car loan and that had a $367 payment attached to it. And, you know, so every, everything you add it all up, we probably had a thousand dollars of consumer debt payments. And, you know, if you're watching or listening to this and, and if I said to you, you know, what could you do with an extra thousand dollars a month? You'd probably feel like your life, you'd be rich. Like you could travel and you could give and you could do all these crazy things that you you always wish you could do. All and then I, yeah. And then I just say, well, get out of debt and then you can do all that stuff, you know? And so, um, you know, that's what we did. And we were able to travel to Singapore, 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 you know, Singapore, yeah, no, Singapore <laughs> and Hong Kong in the same, same trip. Um, cash, you know, we, we budgeted yeah. for it. We paid cash. Um, I was able to quit my full-time job to start my own business because I didn't have that debt weighing down on my shoulders. So there was a lot of freedom in that. And so it played a, a huge role in where we are today. So do you think that that would have happened or could have happened if you still had some of that debt or all of that debt? You talk about your own business and, you know, quitting your job, you know, is, was that simply not a reality or, you know, how, how did that look for you? How much of that was a played a factor? You know, so you know, it, it wouldn't have been able to happen. I mean, and if it would have happened, it would have been very limiting, you know, and my wife and I would be completely stressed out because, okay, how are we going to make, you know, these payments? But, you know, we also have to pay our bills and I, my income's, you know, in flux. So uh, really paying off the debt was crucial to being able to start my own business because we could put in enough money in our emergency fund. We had about nine months of expenses in the emergency fund with no debt and very low expenses. It just gave us the, all the flexibility in the world to pursue my dream, you know? So, so let's talk about that personal side because I've, uh, you know, this is my second business. I had one a long time ago and I had a bunch of debt at the same time. So I've done it both ways. But I know for myself, my wife and I were just getting married at that point in time. Um, you know, I owned the business and then we got married and then I you know, sold off the assets after that and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I know for me that caused just a ton of stress like you're talking about. So, you know, have you seen that same thing happen with other people? And, you know, you mentioned that that's limiting, but really in what ways when you get right down to it? What does that look like from a personal standpoint? Yeah. So, you know, uh, one of my favorite quotes is from Dave Ramsey. and He says, you know, women have what's called like a security gland and uh, they just have this need. They, they want to be secure. They want to feel like they, their things are under control. And so we're in debt and we have all this money going out and we don't know how we're going to you know, make ends meet. Um, it just causes stress in the relationship. And, um, you know, not even that, you know, from just the relationship with my wife, but being yeah. a financial coach, I see it with people and their kids, right? They sign for a car loan or they sign for a student loan and the kid's not able to pay it because he can't get a job, you know? Um, so there's just all these different areas of life where, um, people can be stressed out about money and relationships uh, if they have debt. And so getting rid of it uh, definitely is a freeing experience. So, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but really what it sounds like you're saying is that you, you can't really separate out finances from anything else. You know, I hear you talk about your family. I hear you talk about your relationship. I hear you you know, talking about your, your career, but it, it doesn't really seem like when you get right down to it that 
that's really a possibility. It's kind of intertwined almost. Is that is that fair to say? Oh yeah, it's all connected, right? I mean, if if your finances in, are in order, or, or if they're not in order, then you know chances are your relationship. You have relationship issues and challenges. Uh, you'll have career issues and challenges, right? So yeah. it definitely cascades. You can't separate them. Okay, so if that's the case, and I'm understanding all that correctly, then you know how, how do people actually get started with this? Because let's say that. Uh, you know, I've got $52,000 worth of debt and, you know, maybe that's, uh, I don't know what it was for you necessarily, but a lot of people seem to have car payments and, you know, student loans and all kinds of junk like that. Right. So how do I actually get started? Let's say that, I don't know, me and my wife aren't too excited about one tackling it in the first place, but we both know that we need to get rid of it. Mm. What do I do? Well, the the first thing I think you kind of hit on, on the main key component is you have to you have to establish the why behind why you're going to do it, right? Um, you want to be able to travel. You want to be able to put your kids through college. You want to be able to leave a legacy. You know, you have to you have to own that why, right? And then once you do that, then the rest of it makes sense because you know it is work. You know, you're going to have to sacrifice um, and 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 do things differently if you want to have different results. And so, you know, after you establish the why behind why you want to get out of debt. Then you got to put together a budget. And I have a, a free form called a starter budget, which people can fill out in 10 minutes or less. I mean, I wanted to make it as simple as possible for people to get started um, because I think, you know, kind of like you said, people look at it and like, where do I start? It's going to it's going to be so complicated. And I, I just want to make it simple. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those are the two first steps. Understand the why and then start putting down on paper um, either using my starter budget or some other budget uh, so you can actually see where your finances are so you can make changes from there. So if people want to use that starter budget, where can they find it? You know, I've got a resources page on my website. So it's okay. wellkeptwallet.com slash resources. Okay, perfect. And we'll just put a link right below this video too. So, okay. Uh, perfect. So let me ask you a different question then. You know, along a, a little bit different line, but if I am... If I am, you know, considering doing this, what are some of those whys that you've encountered? What are some of those whys that actually carry people through? Because you pointed out that, hey, this is this is not an easy thing here, right? Let's let's be honest. Otherwise, everybody would do it, right? Oh my so, gosh, it's, it's so true. I had a guy call me this last week for yeah. you know a potential f- financial coaching client, and he's like, I got fifty eight grand in debt, and I want to pay it off in ten years. And I'm like, ten years? Like, I mean. Anybody could do that, but I mean, if you want to do it in a short period of time, uh, you you got to really focus and you got to put together a plan. Um, so I'd say, you know, as far as the whys, mm-hmm. I I'd say, you know, dreams, right? Everybody has a dream. Um, you know, maybe you're in a career that you hate, and you're like, I'd like to do something else, but I feel stuck because I have all these bills, and this career provides the income to pay those bills, and all over here, this is an unknown, yeah. right? Um, and so the more debt that you eliminate, the less unknown is there, right? Because now you have more variables, more control, uh, over your situation. And so, um, you know, I think the dream is, is, is a huge thing for people, you know, and that dream can be different. It could be, uh, starting a business. It could be, um, being able to travel with their family, um, to be able to give to worthy causes, um, to do volunteer work. You know, I mean, there's all sorts of things that people say, you know, if I didn't have this debt, I could do X, Y, or Z. Ooh, I like that. So, I mean, that really could be the equation for many people's whys. If I, if I didn't have this, that's what's keeping me from, you know, doing 
whatever it is that's important to me. Interesting. So is that something that you hear a lot then? Oh, if I didn't have this, then I would, uh, <laughs> I'd be right there, Deacon. I'd, I'd be doing that. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is I don't hear it directly. I actually uh-huh. kind of have to walk people to it, right? Because they sometimes they don't see the debt as a big deal. Like I'll say, what kind of debt do you have? And they'll be like, oh, I don't have much debt. I've got, you know, like a credit card, but I pay it off every month. Yeah. And then, and then they'll say, but we do have two car loans and they're like $25,000 a piece. So, okay, I'm like calculating, you've got 50 grand in debt. And then Not they're much. like, Oh yeah, and then uh, we got a home equity line, and that's like twenty grand in debt. And then I'm like, okay, so now you're at seventy. You know, just you dive deeper and dive deeper, and it's like, okay, well, you're spending a thousand bucks a month in debt payments, and you're coming to me saying, hey, I want to do this over here, and I need a thousand bucks a month to be able to do that. So I, I I help them connect the dots. So yeah, it's usually not very direct. Like, hey, you know, if I if I had a thousand bucks a month, I could do this, and then I paid off my debt. So I kind of have to walk them through that process. Gotcha. So most people really don't get that intuitively. They don't get that. This is what is actually stopping me from doing all these Mm. other things. Yeah. I mean, it usually takes like a wake up call of, of, you know, either seeing somebody else like yourself, you know, and uh, who's paid off a bunch of debt and, and you have that freedom and they're like, oh, now I see it. If I pay off the debt, I have freedom, you know? And so they make that, that connection. So, I'm really curious then for, for your story. I mean, I know you work with, uh, with other people too, but for your story, you know, how did you guys do that in 18 months? Cause that's a really fast time period. I, I don't have debt at this point. Uh, but I mean, that's, that's fast. So what did you guys, what did you guys do specifically to be able to make that happen? Clearly it was a priority for you. It, it was definitely a priority. You know, the biggest thing that we did um, to put wind in our sails was sell my brand new car. And I, and I get that a lot. Like a lot of people, um, they're like, I need a reliable car and, and I can't get rid of my car. I've got a five-year payment, yeah. you know, whatever. And so for me, I'm not about excuses. I'm about results, right? And so, um, you know, you can give me every excuse in the world, but if you actually want to achieve something, yeah. you, you got to figure out the solution. And so for me, in our, you know, 52 grand of debt, 18 of that or 17 of that was a car loan. What kind of car was it? Uh, it was a brand new Nissan Altima, and this was like I think the first year where they had the push button start, and Ooh, it just uh, <laughs> had a had a sweet system inside it. And I'm yeah. like, you know, I get inside this car, and I like I feel good, which <laughs> is probably a bad thing, but um, you know, because I don't want to find my identity in a car. Yeah. But anyways, um, it was it was clear to me. Hey, we're we're upside down in this car, but if we get rid of it, we don't have that payment anymore. So. Um, you know, I sold a bunch of stuff on eBay, we came up with that extra thousand dollars, paid off the difference, uh, even though we were upside down. And I bought a twenty five hundred dollar uh, used Lexus of all cars uh, that had leather seats and a Bose system for twenty five hundred bucks. So, you know, I, I was like, I didn't really suffer that much. Other yeah. than the fact that, you know, it had some scratches here and there and you couldn't open up the passenger door from the outside. You know, those kind of things. <laughs> Little things. <laughs> but really, I mean. 2500 bucks for a or for a Lexus versus 18,000 for a you know Nissan and the Nissan's pretty cool but i mean you're not it doesn't really when you put it that way it doesn't really sound like you're giving up that much in order <laughs> to and i mean i was the same thing so i i, I get that i went to a $4000 Mercedes or something along those lines that you know was the same deal there's stuff wrong with it and whatever but still it's like how bad can you feel for somebody driving around to vehicle with leather seats and stuff. So I, I get that. 
but I'm, I'm curious then to even step it back a little bit further, you know, what, what was, you know, for you and your wife, what was it that pushed you guys over the edge? What was it that, you know, what set of events or what thing actually caused you to say, Hey, this is actually standing in the way, you know, just like you're talking about where you have to lead people down that road. What led you down that road? You know, so it was a VHS tape of all things. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, so we were visiting my mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, they, they live in another town in Arizona called Payson, Arizona. And uh-huh. it's like a real, real small town. Um, and we're in her guest bedroom and, and her mom's like, hey, I've got this, this video about finances. Would you guys be interested in watching it? And it's on VHS. And I'm just thinking, uh, I mean, I'm not really, but okay. You know? And so, uh, it's actually, it was a video of Dave Ramsey and, yeah. and uh, he had hair back then. Uh, <laughs> Way back then. In, in the VHS days. Yeah. And, and, and what he started to say made sense, you know, and I, I got a degree in business and philosophy from ASU and uh, our business professor was completely on the opposite end, right? I mean, he was, you know, other people's money, borrow money so you can invest the difference and make more money. And, and Dave Ramsey's like, don't borrow money at all. Cut up your credit cards, you know, use cash to pay for things. And I'm like, well, you know, I, what I what I learned from my business professor isn't working for me. So, uh, you know, this guy, even though he sounds crazy, he's making sense. And so that was really kind of a light bulb moment for me. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? If 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 he, you know, was able to go from being bankrupt to being a millionaire, and he applied these things to his life, um, perhaps I could apply the similar things to my life and and get similar results. Uh, so that's that was kind of a light bulb moment for me. Very appropriate that uh, it's on a VHS tape, because <laughs> really some of this stuff, you know, a lot of people, uh, at least in in my journeys, encounter it and people are like, oh, yeah, that's just common sense, right? I mean, nobody does it, but it's just common sense, right? So I, I love that it's on a, <laughs> I love that it's on a VHS tape. Perfect. Well, hey, I, I really appreciate you uh, you coming on. I really appreciate you sharing some of uh, some of your knowledge with uh, with our audience uh, here at Happened to Your Career. And uh, if you could tell people a little bit more about uh, where they can find you, what you're excited about, and and anything else that you've got going on. Absolutely. So wellkeptwallet.com is the best place to find out, uh, you know, what I'm doing and and how to connect with me on social media. Um, One of the things I'm most excited about is a series that I just launched called Debt Success Series. uh, And uh, I'm sorry, Debt Success Stories. And I feature Scott and Alyssa Barlow as the first story on that series. Um, but uh, really, the the whole idea behind it, and obviously Scott, you know, but um, it's yeah. to insp- it's inspire and encourage people in their journey to get out of debt because it can feel overwhelming. It can feel like I'm never going to achieve my dream. And to hear people that do it on a weekly basis, um, that's kind of my goal. So I'm really excited about that right now. We we were pretty excited to be featured on it too. So. <laughs> Alyssa went through it and read it and she's like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll put, we'll put a link in there to that below the video as well. So, and you have a podcast too. Let's not forget that. I've listened I, to it. It's pretty I, good. I like it. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it was more when I'm financial doing financial coaching. Yeah. I, I really found a, a common thread that people did not enjoy what they were doing for a living. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't enjoy what you're doing for a living, then it caps off a lot of things, right? You're not probably going to make, you're not going to get promotions. You're not going to make a lot of money because you're just like, 
You know, you're going to do the bare minimum just to get by so that, you know, you don't get fired. Um, and so I wanted to have a kind of a bridge the gap, kind of like what you're doing with yours, um, but maybe put a little bit more of a financial spin on it. Sure. And and uh, so, yeah, it's been really exciting to interview successful people who love what they do um, and a lot of them coming out of careers or, or industries that they didn't love. And so um, it's been a, a great process for sure. Perfect. And people can find that on iTunes and Stitcher. And I'm assuming the website as well. I think I saw it on there. Absolutely. And Blackberry. If people have and Blackberry, do people have Blackberries anymore? I'm I, sure some people do. I totally like, just offended all of our Blackberry <laughs> users. I'm sorry. Come back to me, maybe. Yeah. Well, you can listen to my podcast if you got a Blackberry. <laughs> there you go. Redemption. <laughs> yes. So thanks again. I do really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks for having me on. Mark, welcome back for the HCYC recap. Good afternoon, Scott. Good afternoon. Only it's not afternoon, <laughs> but it might be, depending on who's listening. That's right. And where they're listening. And that is right. It's not so much why they're listening. Yeah, that won't affect really what time it is. Maybe. Technically. Mostly the when and how. Yeah. But mostly just the when. Mostly. So what, what did you think <laughs> of this interview with Deacon? This is a, this is a, a little bit different in... Uh, context. I like uh, Deacon. I I like Deacon too. He's a he's a good guy. He's a he's a solid guy. Yes, solid. No, it was uh it was good. We uh, um you know like you said it's a little bit different, but we're um we've decided this month we're going to talk about finances a little bit, and and that's one of the things that really stuck out to me in this is you know some of the some of the people that were listening to this might have been like why are this is a career show why are why are you talking about finances what's going on here i'm, I'm not listening to dave ramsey and my response to that would be exactly the what you and deacon talked about and that's the fact that it's all interconnected mm-hmm. and and that's really the the big takeaway i got from this interview was the fact that well, the quote that i got from him was um and I'm cutting out some in the middle just to make it shorter. But he said, if your finances are not in order, you'll have career issues and challenges. You know, And I think we forget that sometimes. We get so caught up in the, I want to have work I love. I want to, you know, make a lot of money. I want to, you know, have this freedom. And I think he drove home really well for me at least that if you want to have the freedom and you want to have a job you love, you're probably going to have to make sure your finances in order. Actually, no, you are going to have to make sure your finances are in order. Because if you don't, you're going to make that job you love into a miserable nightmare because all you're going to be worried about is paying off your huge car loan or paying off, you know, whatever loan you have. And so that's the thing that stuck out to me was how hand in hand finances and career go. And I think it was you that pointed out during the interview how they were all interconnected, your family and your finances and your career. And that's something we've talked about before, but I think having Deacon on really painted that picture really well for me. You know, I haven't quite thought about it in that exact way before. The uh, it's almost like at at a minimum, at a very very minimum, you know, if if you've got you know, a whole bunch of extra debt and your finances are not in order and you're not in a great spot to transition, even if you do somehow make that transition, which is going to be harder, mm-hmm. uh, then it takes the sweetness away. Right. So I I haven't thought about that aspect of it. So that's that's interesting. Well, and, and I think, uh, you know, and I don't know if Chris mentioned it when he was on our show, but I've heard him say this. Chris Licurdo, you know, talks about the fact that, you know, the biggest, you know, I can't remember how he puts it, but basically is the biggest disservice you can do to yourself when you're starting your business mm-hmm. is to take on debt. 
because that's the biggest reason that people fail. And so the, the same thing happens whether you're taking, you're starting a business or you're switching to another job. You know, it could be a job you love, but if you have the stress and the frustrations of always having to, you know, live paycheck to paycheck, um, and you're always having to get the next, you know, the next sale or the next whatever to be able to pay off all this junk that you have, you're going to completely be miserable and you're going to, you know, burn yourself out on the thing that you love. And then where do you go? What do you do then? Um, so it's, it's much more connected than I think we like to think it is. Uh, and tied to that, and, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit, is it, it seemed like Deacon talked about the stress part a lot. Mm-hmm. And just the stresses, and I, I know this is something that you, that you can speak to too, Scott, because uh, you're also debt for you and Alyssa, and just the difference that that makes, and and I can tell, and it, it's been impressive to me to to work with you, and as we're building HTYC and see how different that is, um, and how that changes things when you don't have you know all of these, um, I guess responsibilities that you've you know signed up for because you thought they were a good idea at one time or another. <laughs> and um, how that affects the the decisions you make as you're building your business. And I think the same thing would be true um, if you're just changing to a different career. You know, it really limits the options you have and it adds to the challenge you're going to have. So I really, I really like that, inter- this interview for those reasons is the, you know, just reminding me and bringing it to another light. You know, we've talked about in the career sense how all these other aspects are related to your career. But then Deacon comes in and he talks about in the financial sense how all those other aspects are related. And I think it really tied it together for me and helped me realize um, why it's so important that you not only worry about your career, but you also worry about your finances. And then you also worry about your family and you also worry about all these other things because they're interconnected and they're going to affect things one way or the other. That's good. I, Thanks. I like it. Thanks. I'm glad. <laughs> Hey, y'all, we really appreciate you listening to the show. We appreciate all the comments. And most of all, we appreciate you going on to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. I want to read one five-star rating and review that we just recently got by Scott McDonald. Scott D. McDonald says, HTYC is one of my go-to podcasts. Each episode will challenge you to reflect on your personal strengths, skills, and experiences. This knowledge will be invaluable as Scott and co-host Mark guide you through the self-discovery process and teach you how to use what you learn and find what you love. Scott and Mark always keep the show interesting and engaging through the use of real life examples and more humor than you can handle. Boom. He added the boom. I didn't add the boom. Thanks, Scott McDonald. Really appreciate it. Now, if you can take just a just a few seconds and go on to iTunes. Uh, you can find the link to that at the show notes or search HTYC. We would really very much appreciate it if you enjoy the show at all to go on and leave an honest rating and review. That'll help other people find the show and we can move more people to work that they love. Thanks much. episodes produced by htyc media you know how um people say like people are as smart as whips yes well what is what is what is the opposite of that because like i'm the opposite of that like my i don't have wit like a whip
I have wit more like uh, with something really slow. Cool whip. Cool whip. I have wit like cool whip. <laughs> <laughs> and we're.